know what, Darnell, we need to get a little bit more specific about our divorce agreement. But I thought we already agreed on everything. No, 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 see, it's easy to agree when you're not specific. But what happens when we have to be specific and we can't agree on the specifics? Am I supposed to just trust you? I'm not the one that can't be trusted here. You know, you can always hold that one indiscretion over my head hard to get what you want. You know, I have no recourse, no protection. I'm being victimized all up and through this. And let me tell you something, brother, you know what? It ain't gonna fly. You're the victim? Yes, I am. You must be smoking. <laughs> It's crazy. 20 times. Time is really slipping. Yeah, get y'all on New Year's resolutions together and do that. Get your resolutions together. Meanwhile, I'm Nettie. And I'm Etsy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we're so wild that it's 2022 that we like forgot the intro. So um, bear with us. But today we are covering the episode titled Single Mama Drama. Air date February 3rd, 2003. Writers Lamont Farrell and Norman Vance Jr. I love this episode. I like these time, these kind of episodes that have just drama like that, like that kind of like reality TV kind of thing, as opposed to who's making senior partner. <laughs> that personal drama. Yeah. Who cares about corporate drama? Granted, fine, like, I would love for our favorites to be senior partner, but, like, that's not what I came here for. Mm-hmm. I like I like corporate drama, though. I think that there's co- valuable commentary to be made on that. But, yeah, ain't nothing like that spicy personal shit. Yeah, you know what? You can handle that corporate stuff when we get to it. That'll be your strength. And then <laughs> my strength will be who's doing what and stealing cable and stuff. That'll be what I comment on. <laughs> stealing cable. So, have you... um. I know it's the new year, uh, Etsy. Have you gotten to any of uh, any shows um, that are very valuable to our listeners to check out? Um, I have finished Run the World, and I know like that's like they're about to be on season two. But I watched it because there's a, also a new show that just recently came out called Harlem with Megan Good, and it's also in. Uh, Starring four women, and it looks very similar. So I want to compare. I want to see what's up. That four women thing. (laughs) You not fucking with it? It's just every show is four black women. Queens is four black women. Insecure is four black women. Harlem's four black women. Run the world's four four black black women. women. Yeah, Kelly, Tiffany, Molly, and Issa. Yeah, but uh, I wouldn't put that in Why can't we have three black women or maybe five? Or like, why does it got to be four? Why is that the magic number? I mean, obviously, Girlfriends is four. And that may be the blueprint for a lot of these. Yeah. But can Mm -hmm. we just do something else? I would have put Insecure in there, though. Why? Because I feel like Insecure's main premise is about Issa. And then Molly is like, you know, the supporting character. And the others are just like kind of there but i feel like the rest of the shows that you mentioned they're starring those four girls like it's about those four girls okay 
like we don't follow Tiffany and Kelly right. enough to, for them to be to know their lives enough to be like we do with these four girls on Girlfriends, right? And Queen on, on the other shows and and, and the yeah. Harlem, and, right? Exactly. But everything else, you on the money, yeah. It'd be four girls show. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm not gonna watch Run the World because I want I want Harlem supremacy because I like Megan Good and I, I do don't too. know anybody in Run the World so. Shout out to Megan. I'll, I'll show my allegiance there. Yes. I mean, we can watch both. I don't want to have them competing in my head. I can't watch similar shows because they'll be competing in my mind. I'll get characters flipped around, reversed and all that stuff. I have to stick with one. I will say this. It looks like the same show. <laughs> See, that's why. And that's that's no shade, no tea. I can't do but both. like the colors, the setting two girls that's ball-headed on each show like it's like what's going on it looks like the same show but i'm not mad at that let's have the same show fuck it how many shows we got of white bitches or these white boys where it's the same shit on every motherfucking oh, like major Creek, channel one tree hill the oc they all got this fucking that's real equality when, when our black asses can have five different harlems on at the same time <laughs> with the same fucking that's plot line true. that's equality fuck that <laughs> i just feel like honestly as black people we have so many more stories to tell like where's the black i mean i know we got some black high school dramas like we got um all american yeah we need more we need more black high school dramas we need a black dawson's creek we definitely need more black high school dramas focusing on black girls, on young black girls. We need that. Bring that. Yes, write that shit. Write it. Yeah. Issa's doing too much right now, guys. Issa has a lot on her plate. She can't write all the shows. We, we, the person who want to write another Harlem, write it about the teenagers instead of the grown, the grown women. A teenage Harlem. Yeah. Come on, cut that check. <laughs> <laughs> what are the teen girls doing right now? What are they going through? What are their voices? Like, let's let's hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into girlfriends, uh, single mama drama. And it looks like our cold open will be described by Miss Etsy Rowe. So <laughs> go ahead and give us that cold open. So William drops Lynn off at work. Now he gets to drop niggas off at work since he ain't got a job. And then he goes to get coffee. And Lynn's co-worker comes up to her and is like, okay, you finna put your money in for so-and-so's birthday. And then Lynn is like, um, damn, y'all real cheerful and festive or whatever for people's birthdays. I hope y'all gonna be this festive for my birthday. And then she goes, yeah, we gonna be festive for everybody's birthday. And Lynn goes, well, my birthday is this Friday. And then she goes, oh my God, your birthday is this Friday. (laughs) (laughs) She got excited like it was her birthday. Like she got more excited than the birthday girl. Yeah. And it's like, how much y'all giving? A rack? Somebody's rent? Apparently they're giving a rack. Well, damn. That's a picture. I'll have a birthday every uh every six weeks. Every... <laughs> Cause you gotta do birthdays and half birthdays and quarter birthdays and all uh-huh. that stuff. That's a, that's a good gift. Well, thank you. Amen. Um, and that's what we get. We get the theme song. Mm-hmm. And from the theme song, we're back, uh, we're at the law firm now. And my COVID nerves start to tingle because we get a new character and she's pushing a cart and she's coughing. Mm. She's pushing like cleaning products mm. and commenting on the fact that Maya's working late 
and she coughs some more. Coughs don't sound like they used to. Mm-mm. Like, it used to be like, oh, someone's coughing, whatever. Now you can hear a cough a mile away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, it'll make you turn your head. Mm-hmm. But this uh, actress, this character, we haven't got their name yet, but the actress is played by Terry J. Vaughn. You might know her from the Steve Harvey show. I feel like every black person know her most from the Steve Harvey show. She played LaVita Alizé Jenkins Robinson. Um, And you know what? She's actually on uh, Insecure. She plays Rose Cranberry on Insecure. She is the host of Looking for LaToya. If you guys ever watch Insecure, Mm -hmm. Looking for LaToya, you know Looking for LaToya, right? Mm -hmm. And she has a podcast where they spoof Looking for LaToya and all that. So she hosts that podcast. But yeah, welcome to Girlfriends. But Maya hears her coughing and says, girl, you sound bad. You need to go home. The dirt will be there in the morning. And she's like, yeah, but my job won't be. Damn, that's tough. Mm. You lose your job if you just leave. Right. And also, if you clean it every day, how they going to know you ain't cleaning? Like, mm. by just skipping one day. Girl, you better scheme. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you clean every single day. How they gonna know? The only thing you really gotta do is refill the um toilet paper and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And like the fridge. I don't know if they got a company free snacks and all that other shit. Something like, you know, the stuff that people can see, see. Mm-hmm. But some stuff you could just be like, let's not pay attention to the details unless it's like every Friday, every Wednesday or something like that. I'm but saying. every single day, they ain't gonna know. I'm saying. And I know, I know, I know some of these cleaning people out there are doing that because. Oh, of course. I know y'all ain't deep cleaning every day. So kill that noise. You can test it out at your local office. You could put something somewhere and see if it's there the next day. (laughs) It's going to be there the next three days. (laughs) Test it out and see how long it takes for that shit to go away. That's how you know. Something small, something in a corner somewhere where you think they would clean it, they looked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Uh, But she talks about she needs a job because she got kids and they won't have money to go to Disneyland with their class. And she'll be labeled a bad mom. And Maya's like, oh, shit, you a mom, too. I'm a mom. I got a Jabari. So Maya's really taken to this girl because she don't even got friends with kids. Not as far as I know. Mm -mm. I know the girls don't have kids. Mm -hmm. So she's kind of taking to this lady. She's bonding. We find out this lady's name is Tasha. That's the character's name. And Maya says to her that she has one kid, one job, and wonders how she's going to make it by herself. And I'm like, by herself? (laughs) Don't you got a village? That's what I said. You got Joe. You got Lynn. (laughs) You got Tony. You got William. And you got Darnell. He's still in the picture. And Darnell still be doing whatever the fuck he do. He take the kid every now and then. So what's she talking about? What, yeah, she's trying to... So this whole episode, Maya's trying to sound like she's all alone in, in the world. You've been leave, living with Joan rent-free for the last six months. Rent-free. Yo, I mentioned later in this in this episode, but Joan tells her, I've been letting you stay here free room and board. Yeah. And board. So that means free food, too. You know too. what board is? That means food. Mm-hmm. So... Girl, you ain't by yourself. That means you, your money should be stacked up. Oh, you should be stacked, stacked. You're doing well from what it sounds like. 
But Tasha introduces herself to Maya, reaches out to shake Maya's hand. Maya said, "Uh uh-uh, no girl, you sick, which is great. Maya's being clean and staying healthy. She doesn't want to grab her hand. And Tasha asks, so did your man divorce you, die on you, or never marry? Mm. Okay, bitch, first off, we just met each other. Like, they literally just met maybe five (laughs) minutes ago. Why are you asking me these personal ass questions? I mean, wait to get straight to the point. Yeah, but you don't know. I'd be like, I would take some pause and be like, you don't, I don't know you like that. Like, why are Mm. you asking me such personal questions? Mm. Um, That's a red flag. That's a foreshadowing. Yeah, this this woman's kind of weird. We'll we'll talk about it. But (laughs) uh, I mean, they haven't even shook hands yet. And they're Mm -hmm. already, she already with the questions. But Maya says she's divorced and they're still going through it, working out the details. Mm -hmm. And Maya says, what about you? And that's when Tasha goes and grabs a chair so she can sit at Maya's desk because the tea is about to really get started. So um, she steps away from her cart and Tasha goes, "Um, what happened with your husband? Did he cheat on you? And Maya says, hmm, something like that. (laughs) Yeah, girl, keep it cute. (laughs) And then we get to the next scene and we're back at Lynn's job. Still don't know what she does there, but William's dressed up. I guess he's working there now (laughs) Um, because he's dressed like he's supposed to be there. He's sitting at one of the desks. Lynn comes in and William's like, You're late. You're lucky I got here early so I could cover for you. What the hell are you doing here? I had a little work I needed to finish, so I wanted to get an early start. Uh, William, you don't work here. (laughs) Nobody at the staff meeting seemed to care. We were all too busy ragging on you because you were late. Now that's crazy. You could do that at some jobs. You know that, right? They have such a high turnaround rate and so many employees that, yeah, you're just another body. Oh, I guess he works here. Yeah, he here. I mean, why wouldn't he? Yeah, that's really interesting that no one questioned anything with William. No one was like, who onboarded this guy or who interviewed him? No one's asking any questions. Mm-mm. But William's there because he missed the office life. But it's kind of weird. She says, if you get caught, I can get in trouble. How? How can she get in trouble? If nobody says anything. No one knows that they know each other. That's what I said. I was just like, um, it might have been something the writers missed. But no, girl, if you keep your mouth shut and he keeps your mouth shut, he could just be like, well, what are you talking about? I don't know nobody here. Yeah. And I feel like nowadays it would be easier to find a connection between them, like on Facebook or, you know, something like that. Mutual friends. Mm-hmm. But back then, you could lie. You could lie about anything back anything, in the early 2000s. Uh, Before s- social media, you can lie about where you went. You can lie about who you're with. Mm. You can lie about anything and get away with it back then. It was easy. You couldn't even lie about who you are, low key. <laughs> yeah. You could get away with a lot more because you can hide who you are better. Mm-hmm. But social media has made it a little more difficult to lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you choose to forego being actively on yeah. social media. I've heard people be like, no, nah, I don't got Facebook. I'm like, how do you live? <laughs> I don't yeah. have any social media. Like, how yeah. do you know what's going on? That's what I tell people when I don't want them um, in my business. Oh, you say you don't have social media? Like, I'll just say like, oh, they'll ask for my Instagram. I'm like, I'm not on Instagram. But you know, if they got mutual friends, they can find you through there. You know that, right? How? They can go through another person that you fuck with in real life, look at their social media, and find your page. Go through their follower list and see if you're there. That's a See, it's hard to lie. They even know who I'm cool with. 
That's assuming they even know. They that have person. to know that, right? They have to know in real life who you fuck with, right? And their Instagrams, because it's not like Facebook and where you can Inst- put their right. real name and their Instagrams. Like, so you know, it's still it's still a little bit of but you never know of cat and mouse. That's why Joe on the TV show You is so popular. <laughs> that boy, that boy finds out everything because of social media. Yeah. When that first episode, that first season, and then he looked up old girl through this, I was like, yo, none of this seems like rare, like out of the ordinary or hard. He didn't do nothing extraordinary to find yes. this information. It's all at our everyone's fingertips. I was like, see, that's why I be telling y'all if I post a location. Yeah, I be seeing you. I have left <laughs> I mean, like, that location. Wasn't that it? Didn't I tell the Essie today? Wasn't she in New York? Not she in Japan? What the fuck happened? <laughs> you was just here. Oh, me some shit when we An here. hour ago, I just spoke to her in New York. What the fuck? Not she in Japan? <laughs> like, yeah, like, like a week later, I'll be like, oh, she ain't gonna post the pictures of when we went to that concert. I guess she ain't gonna post nothing. And then all of a sudden, a few days later, I thought I done forgot about the shit. If you did. She ain't gonna post it. I'm like, damn, that's, you gotta really be ducking and dodging people, huh? Catch me if you can, bitch. <laughs> Man, God. I remember when, when Facebook came up with that, your status shit. Yes. The location. What are you doing now? Oh. I was like, what I'm doing? Uh-uh. Why do people on social media know what I'm doing right now? That was the beginning of... of Why are we encouraging this? Of stories. What are you doing right now? Like. Some people are like, oh, I'm going to lunch at the such and such. Bitch, why? Really? Why are you, why are you actively telling people where you're at at the same time that you're at the place women especially don't do that some people do it to be like i want to show them that i go to the trendiest place it's all it's all showing off that's great and fine and dandy show it off when you leave when you leave and never go back because if people know you go there they're gonna hang out there more and wait for you to come back (laughs) it's creepy out there man it's creepy (laughs) let's get back to girlfriends so William ain't even worried about Lynn getting in trouble or anything because Lynn's not going to tell because she's scheming on the birthdays and William ain't going to tell because he's scheming on the whether I work here thing. So they just shut up and let each other rock. Next, the girls are getting ready at Joan's house for a girls night out. Tony has on her Britney Spears hat, which yes. is cool. Yes, it's giving very much... Uh, that fake Britney that Justin had in the Crimea River video. Uh-huh. It's giving very Go much that. Just- in the zone, Britney. Mm-hmm. That era, she was wearing stuff like that a lot. Like on red carpets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Thank you for the history lesson. <laughs> the Britney history. <laughs> the Bristery lesson. Uh, Maya can't go out with the girls because her babysitter canceled. Who the babysitter? Hmm. I don't know. Y'all got a babysitter? That's what I thought. Huh. Interesting. So she needs somebody to watch Jabari. I'm thinking, bitch, go call the daddy. What's what's Darnell doing? Right. You're not a single mom, Maya. Stop acting like you don't have a village. Right. What the fuck is that nigga doing? Darnell. Since y'all have a unspecified agreement, that means, nigga, I want to go out, get your ass over here and come watch your child. The fuck? Well, don't say come, come watch your child because then he'll be like, bitch, go watch your child. You, you don't have to go out with the girls. He is with me all the motherfucking time. The fuck? Can I Do live you know my that? life? Do you know that? <laughs> right, isn't he? 
No. Don't he live with Joan? With Maya? I don't know. Well, that's what they show us. I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> we be seeing Maya and he ain't there. Jabari ain't there. I don't know how often they switch off, but... I mean, this this might be a controversial topic, but I actually agree with... I don't know which one of the girls said it. You can't just leave him by himself. He's nine. Yeah, it is a controversial topic. Tony said that. Tony said, make him some snacks, lock him up, and let's go. I mean... I was chilling by myself at nine. So I, I was gonna say when I was younger, uh, that was what I was told. I was eight years old, making myself <laughs> some some uh, some spaghettios, yeah. watching you know Nick Junior or mean, Nickelodeon after school. So Ugh. let's get into it. At nine, you're fine. The the food is already cooked. You know how to use the microwave. The TV is on. You can make it easy, Mac. You just read the directions. You got eyes. No, your only ruse is don't open the door. You're not even home. Act like you don't even hear that motherfucker. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the rule. I don't care who it is, because we all got keys. So if somebody right. knocking, they ain't supposed to be here. They ain't supposed to be here, period. But Maya says, Tony, you don't leave nine-year-olds by themselves. Jamiroquai is nine now? Did Auntie Tony miss a birthday? <laughs> he was just eight and a half. In the Christmas episode, he was eight and a half. Yeah. So... Yes, Auntie Tony, I think we did miss a birthday, honestly. Yeah. Happy birthday, Jabari. Happy late birthday, I guess. All of us did. Jones suggests somebody down the street watched watch the kid. <laughs> Why I was like, hell no. Let's say, I know a lady who, who uh, babysat Vasco. She a dog sitter. Shouldn't be too far off. I mean, low key, you safer with the boy being by himself than having all these random ass motherfuckers around him in the crib. Mm. Like, true. Put on a movie, get a Disney flick out and be on your merry way <laughs> and you can call and check in yeah every now and then from the, wherever y'all at i'll see y'all in a few hours at this point it's 2003 y'all niggas got cell phones so you can call him whenever mm-hmm. and uh lynn's like you know the dog sitter could work jabari takes walks jabari likes snacks and tony says and most of all he likes to be called by his real name jumanji <laughs> so since the girls are joking around maya goes off on a whole rant you guys go ahead go ahead make jokes laugh it's great real funny huh huh you know but when y'all want to go out yeah just go not maya no 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 before maya can make plans maya has to find a sitter uh-huh find a way to pay for the sitter and hope that i have enough money left to go out with y'all you know not everybody has a lot of zotty we like to party life like y'all but you know what y'all are gonna see one day when you have kids where this came from maya that's what i'm saying number one number two jabari is not an infant he's not a baby he's a child you can leave him there He's not. Yeah. She making it sound like I, I want to be oppressed one on one. Like, <laughs> chill on that. Stop acting like that. Yeah. But all the girls are just, they're ready to dip. So they dip on her. Lynn said tape CSI for her. <laughs> and they out. So <laughs> the next scene, we're back still at Joan's house with Maya. She invited Tasha and her kids over. And we find out that Tasha gives out free cable boxes. Man, mm. how archaic. Mm. No one uses cable boxes anymore, except for mm. old people. Mm-hmm. Those are the days. If you had real cable, you was fancy. That was considered a luxury. I only fought with real cable when I was growing up. We didn't do this. <laughs> we, I mean, we knew people, but we ain't, we ain't do that. Because you know you can get in trouble if they find out. Like, that's a fine. That's actually a legal thing. I mean... We definitely, that's, how, that's why John was tripping. We definitely had um, 
You know, we definitely had no, our... I know how you rock. You... <laughs> I know how you rock, Jesse. This is the equivalent, the early 2000s equivalent of the fire stick, jailbroken fire stick. So... <laughs> you know, the, the, the thing thing from back in the day, the thing thing. <laughs> we definitely had that. <laughs> but, you know... I don't know how they would get caught, but I heard people would get caught. Yeah, I always heard that, too. The people that I know that did it never got caught. But, yeah, Mm. I heard that, too. But you know what? Good for for Tasha. You know what? Get your hustle on. You know, provide good movies for the community. Mm -hmm. I don't really see nothing wrong with it, except don't get caught. Some real cable, like the, the premium cable, the HBOs, them shits. The good movies, the Cinemax and Showtime. Stars. Mm -hmm. All that shit. She tells uh, Maya, if there's something wrong with the box, something happens with it, don't call the cable company. Call her. And she'll tell you how the movie ended. (laughs) (laughs) So Maya's like, well, this is Joan's house. And Tasha says, well, Joan is not a single mom. She doesn't know government doesn't do anything to help us. Mm -hmm. And Maya and Tasha start talking about the details of Maya's uh, divorce. Like, who gets what? Visitation rights, child support payments? Yeah, you know, we've worked out a basic agreement. A basic agreement means you basically get screwed. You are the victim here. Girl, you better wake up and smell a lawyer. (laughs) How does Tasha know she a victim, that Maya's a victim? I don't know. I think she knows the single moms get the, um, the short end of the stick most of the time. So she's assuming. But... Mm Mm-hmm. Maya is in a very particular position that most single moms aren't. So in this case, it's a no for me. I agree. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, Maya, Maya goes on a rant later. And I feel like this most of this episode, she's trying to garner sympathy almost and misrepresenting herself as that type of single mother that Tasha may be. Mm-hmm. But she just isn't. Yeah. But in that, at that moment, Tasha's two boys and Jabari run into the living room like it's a fucking playground. And one of Tasha's kids ends up knocking over Joan's art. Something from Ghana. Mm-hmm. They overcharged her by a rack. Because I'm not... I... <laughs> <laughs> they got you, Joan. They out here Yo, charging you a thousand dollars. At the gift shop. They got in the gift shop. Right next to where you leave to go to the airport. So they know, okay. <laughs> they These Americans, they don't know. They probably gave her a whole sob story and everything. A whole story talking about this is from the ancestors of the this, this, this tribe. Girl, I know you're smarter <laughs> than that. Iraq? You paid somebody's rent for a few months. <laughs> the way it broke. It wasn't he- even heavy. It was just very flimsy. You can hear it when it hit the ground. It's like, it's like, doop. Mm-hmm. Doop. It's given made in China. That was plastic. <laughs> it surely is. It's given made in China. Um, but, but it's supposedly made in Ghana. And Tasha says, well, it's a Ghana now. <laughs> Silly. Silly. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Tasha really shows some heartlessness towards Joan in this part. This part coming up. So later, Tony and Joan come back from hanging out. And Maya introduces Tasha and her two boys to Joan. All the boys are watching TV. It's Tasha's two boys and Jabari. They're kind of just mesmerized at the TV. Not hearing nothing, not doing nothing. Just staying still watching TV. And Joan says, hi. They don't say anything. 
Y'all say hi to Miss Joan. Hi, hi Miss Joan. Joan. <laughs> oh, so is Miss Tony invisible? Hi, Miss Tony. <laughs> I'm waiting, Juju B. I don't think he responds to that because he already know them. He already know them. I don't think he said anything. I think they just went to the next line. I think Maya is the one that jumped in first and was like, um, Tony, his name is Jabari. <laughs> and it's funny because they're really leaning into this, like, she doesn't know his name thing. This is the third time that she said his name wrong. And we're not even halfway through the episode. That Christmas episode might have been the last time she said his name right. Mm. I think it was intentional. Jabari says, hey, Auntie Joan, we finally got some real cable. Now, what the fuck is Joan doing around here with no cable? That's what I said. I said, ain't you a high-powered lawyer, attorney, whatever the fuck? A big-ass house? With a big-ass motherfucking house? No cable? In 2003? The only way I can see it being realistic is if it's some kind of religious thing. I can't think of anything else. Yeah. Not anywhere in the house? So when y'all have girls' nights over, what y'all watch? VHS tapes? Number two and number four. Oh, channel two, number four. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, if you're going to have a girls' night, how are you going to watch your reality shows if you don't got cable? Yeah, because they were all on, like, VH1 and shit. Unless they was just watching mm-hmm. um, watching The Bachelor. Maybe so. That could be a thing. But, girl, I was like, bro, you are too, you got too much money and too nice of a house. And you got guest room. You got a guest room. And she has a guest room. Not one cable box? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like the equivalent to not having Wi-Fi. You think nowadays. it's that deep? Like having a whole big ass house. And not having Wi-Fi. I think maybe it's equivalent to not having any TVs. Because Wi-Fi, you need that to live. Nah you, can watch, nah, you can watch TV on your phone nowadays. You don't need a TV. Yeah, but you can watch it, on your it doesn't laptop. give the same experience. It's the Wi-Fi that powers all that shit. That Netflix. If you turn off the Wi-Fi in someone's house, there's no TV unless you have data on your phone. You think that having cable is as important as having Wi-Fi now? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because back then, if I go to my grandma's house back in the day, I'd be like, oh, they don't. I don't want to go. They don't have cable. There's nothing to watch. But if a child was the equivalent to that now they'd be like i don't want to gra- go to grandma's house she doesn't have wi-fi yeah but you you could have the um the the service on your phone yeah but sometimes data charges only give you a certain amount of space to use that and then yeah. you're out of data and then what no wi-fi you're done <laughs> you can't even watch vhs tapes we don't have vhs we barely have dvd and blu-ray now mm. they don't even make laptops with the fucking yeah, Dang it. you gotta fucking get a shit that connects to it. You gotta, you gotta find the movie on whatever streaming service or bootleg site, but you still need Wi-Fi to access those sites. Mm-mm-mm. But Joan double takes at that uh box, and her eyes bug the fuck out of her head. Where did that come from? My mom's trunk. <laughs> Ooh, you're running boxes, girl. I've been looking for somebody like you. Now don't go anywhere. I gotta peep it. I'll be right back with my checkbook. <laughs> Tony don't got cable either? That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's as important as you're making it seem. I don't think it's as important as Wi-Fi is now. Because Tony don't got that shit either. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because if you don't have Wi-Fi, you don't got shit going on. There's no backup. True. But you still can watch those number two, number four, number five, number seven, number 11, da 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 and have a decent viewing back then. Oh, you're saying that 
You're saying Wi-Fi is more important than cable was then. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, I got you. But yeah, y'all gotta y'all gotta step it up, Tony and Joan. Come on. <laughs> but but Joan's trying to be a narc, man. She's like, you installed illegal cable at my house. I guess I get it. She doesn't want to get fined. She doesn't want to get a charge. She's a she's a lawyer. She doesn't want anything illegal coming near her. Okay. But Tasha realizes that shit's about to get serious, so she sends the boys to pack up their stuff so they can go. And Maya sends Jabari in the room to help them. You would think the way Joan got upset, Maya done brought drugs or guns up in the house or some shit. Yeah, it was a little bit much. But I think that it was more so that and her bringing this girl into the house who she doesn't know with her kids. I think it was the combination. That's why she was so upset. I guess that could be strange for anybody especially their kids too you don't know you already got one kid in the house that you know is supposed to be there but having two more could be we find out a problem because mm-hmm. they knocked down the statue and joan sees it and she just looks so heartbroken Ugh. by the way maya looks great here i don't yeah. know what they did hair makeup looks fierce mm-hmm. very good she's looking very glowy yeah it's something it's something but she looks great but Maya explains how it broke. And Tasha's like, don't worry. The next earthquake, just call your insurance company and report it. Now, this lady, she's a scammer. Mm, my type of Scam woman. Scam likely. Scam for sure. I know. I was going to say, I have it in my notes. Etsy, I believe this is your spirit animal. This is my type of woman. you got to work the system, okay? Because the system is working you. All right? That's what I said. <laughs> I'm totally down with working the system. It's just when it comes down to insurance fraud, like things that could put you in jail, don't get iffy. Like, how you know you ain't finna get caught? You gotta be real careful, man. That's how these people be committing murders and they think, nah, I know. I know how to not get caught. And that one thing they don't think of. I'm here for non-violent scamming. For scamming the corporations. That Robin Hood shit. That's what it's called, right? Robin Hood. That's who be doing that shit? Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah. So like I was saying, I'm here for that Robin Hood shit. Take it from these corporations. <laughs> fuck them. Whatever you got to do to scam these motherfuckers. Fuck them. That's that's what I'm here for. As long as you don't get... You got to make sure it's solid. Yeah. You really got to make... And if you got to come up with a plan in case you get caught. Yeah. Like what you're going to say mm-hmm. in case. Absolutely. Cash app us. The book is coming soon. <laughs> so... Tasha offers to pay for the shit. Like, she finds out the statue costs over $1,000. Well, first off, she's just like, whatever. How about I pay you $5 a month? <laughs> How many months is that? <laughs> How, many? How many months is that? That's like what? About 1000 divided by five is what we need. We're all oh, like, 200 She finna, She finna pay that shit for the rest of her life. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> $5 a month. 200 months. That's going to be like... 16.6 years. Wow. Them kids going to be married by then. <laughs> so she's like, okay, how about $6 a month? She's completely missing the point. And Joan's like, okay, and also, it has sentimental value. And Tasha decides to offer her a hug to make up for the sentimentalness of the value. Girl... Yo, I hate when people are like tone deaf like that. Like, <laughs> they can't see what I'm trying to say. I mean, 
There's shit that they done scanned Joan off of. The, the shit is probably really worth only $5 in a hug. Ciao. Yeah, but Joan don't know that. <laughs> Actually, nobody know that. Joan just knows she paid that much for it. She don't know what it really is. Maya's like, listen, Tasha, you just go on home. I'll see you at work tomorrow and I'll bring the box to work. And then once, once Tasha hits the dough with her kids and heads out, Joan's like, I don't want that type of person in my house. Oh, excuse me? What do you mean by that type of person? Okay, Tasha is a single mother trying to make it, just like me. <laughs> a single mother trying to make it? Bitch, you ain't on the streets, Maya. <laughs> you ain't, you, she ain't like she got a cardboard home on the corner. Right. Bitch, you live in life. Girl. You, you set up. You are blessed enough you to know? have a rich-ass friend who's letting you live in her crib with your own room. You ain't even sleeping on the couch. It's like you, you actually, like, live there, live there. You are doing well, Maya. You are not like this woman. <laughs> but Maya thinks she is. And Joan says, you're nothing like that criminal. That is correct. And Maya's like, it's just a cable box. And Joan says, well, I don't want it or her in my house. And Maya's like, oh, this is your house? <laughs> this is your house. Yes! yes! <laughs> that fucking uh, gif that I see on Twitter a lot. When someone asks a Twitter question... And it's an obvious yes, they'll put that that uh-huh. gif of Jones saying that. That long yes. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Now this is your house? Yes! <laughs> that is what you people don't seem to understand. This is my house. That's iconic. And Maya says, well, then I'm moving out. But Joan don't give a fuck. Fine. Joan's been wanting you to leave for months now, Maya. She's just been being nice because you're her friend. She's been trying to tell you without telling you. And y'all work together. Mm-hmm. Me too. Y'all gotta, and that's what I was thinking. Like, after this whole fight that they have, they gotta go to work the next day. That's what I said. So y'all might as well make up now. Yikes. Y'all don't want this carrying over to the law firm. Maya's really trying to stand up for this woman she just met, as opposed to the woman who's been housing her for the past few months. We'll find out she wants to try to stay with, with Tasha. Which is like, damn, good luck with that. I mean, in another universe with someone else, that would probably be a decent idea. Um, but not with Tasha, though. To, like, have some type of roommate situation with someone else who has kids. You can watch her kids. You can watch your kids. But not with not with Tasha. Because she'll find out a way to scam you, too. No! Corporations, not yeah. people. Nah, but... Well, Maya works for a big corporation. What if she uses Maya to try to scam the firm or something? Mm. How do you think she's going to do that? Except Take by from not the cleaning. white man or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> This girl is savvy. She'll figure the fuck out. She's a take from the white man. <laughs> so I think one of them storms off or whatever. And Tony comes out. She finally comes out with her checkbook. And I guess it took her forever to go pee. But she comes out with her checkbook and asks where old girl with the box is at. But she gone. It's too late. Yo, people really had to walk around with checkbooks. They didn't have cash app. Oh, my God. Or Venmo. Oh, that's crazy. I don't remember the last time I wrote a check. It's been a while, while. That's amazing. What a time. <laughs> so the next day at work, like we said, uh, Maya asks Tasha to be roommates. You know, you can watch mine's, I'll watch yours kind of thing. It'll be fun. And Maya's like, what do you say? And Tasha goes, well, you better lock your closet if you don't want me all up in it, girl. You got some cute clothes. Mm. There she go. Mm-hmm. There she go. Maya didn't say you could borrow her clothes. Mm-mm-mm. Why you even said that? She trying to scam again. Foreshadowing. So Maya's in Joan's kitchen 
when they uh the next day joan comes home we didn't even get to see them at work like i would have loved to see that work day and see how they interacted mm-hmm. well maya's uh got a box of easy mac in her hand and she's counting the packages inside and she looks pissed she accuses joan of eating jabari's mac and cheese <laughs> did you eat one of jabari's mac and cheeses <laughs> Maya, I haven't eaten any of your damn food. Oh, so this 12 pack just magically became an 11 pack. Is that what you're saying to me? What are you worried about? I'm sure your new roommate can hook you up with some free mac and cheese. Mm. Good one, Joan. I like this smart mouth Joan. Yeah. We don't get it a lot. I like the clapback Joan. Joan clapback Clayton. Ooh. Gang, gang. Okay, we got to we got to put that in the uh, girlfriend's Bible. Mm. Um, <laughs> then the doorbell rings, and Maya asks Joan, "Is it okay if I let my son and my ex into your house? Into your house?" And Joan's like, "Whatever, Maya," and she storms off into her room. Why is she even saying it? Like she thinks that? Maya's being ridiculous. Like, yeah, girl, it's her house. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why she's. I, it's not a fucking secret whose house it is. So Darnell and Jabari come in and we hear Darnell uh, say that he's taking Jabari to a, uh, a hockey game Friday night. That's why they were late. They had to pick the tickets up. Remember having to pick tickets up? <laughs> <laughs> you be thinking of all the shit that I was like. <laughs> Everything they saying, I'm like, pick Wait, it up. Is there, do we not pick tickets up anymore? Hell no. Unless you're you're at will. Like you trying to get a last minute show. And then you can go to the box office a little earlier before the show to get it right, mad that's, cheap. That's right before the show, but they picking them up prior. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, point out everything that's really old and, and <sighs> what is it, played out. Because I'd be not noticing it. But Maya's like, wait, I get Jabari on Friday nights. Did ever cross your mind that maybe we had plans? Oh, my fault? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have cleared that with you first. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So what are you guys doing? Nothing, but you didn't know that. <laughs> so this is Maya trying to find a way to feel oppressed. <laughs> I mean, she Darnell does have seems a point. very reasonable. If she actually had plans, the way he made it sound is that he would have been like, "Okay, fuck the game, whatever. I'm sorry." He apologized. For me, I would have said, "Take the boy on Friday. You don't want to break Maya." Like I don't be understanding when the girls be wanting to just. Had a kid. It's true. She does have a break. I don't know. I think she just wanted to argue. To be honest, girl, take the child. You want him Saturday too? It's Sunday. <laughs> you want to keep him forever? What the fuck, Etsy? I'm kidding. Damn. Y'all know what I mean, child. Take the break. Let the nigga fuck. get it, get it for, for a weekend. Go book a spa or something. Fuck. Darnell. Darnell said. Uh, he, he senses a little attitude popping off. So he's like, you know what? Let me leave. And Maya's like, right before he leaves, Maya's like, oh, yeah, by the way, we need to iron out the specifics of our divorce. He's like, oh, we already did that. And she's like, how am I supposed to trust you? He says, whoa, I'm not the one who can't be trusted. Mm. And she is mad because that's always going to be the thing. That cheating thing is always going to be his comeback. Mm-hmm. And she got nothing to say in response to that. She cannot clap back against the clap back. Mm-hmm. And she feels like she's being victimized. And she tells him that. And this is Tasha talking through Maya. Mm-hmm. Putting thoughts and words in her mouth. Mm-hmm. Y'all situation ain't even the same. Yeah. And she uses shit against Joan, too. 
now she's using it against Darnell, this whole victim mentality. Mm-hmm. And Darnell shuts her down. He says, I think he says you must be smoking. If anything, I think I've been pretty damn fed up until this point. Who pays all the big bills? I do. You said you wanted a good car. I gave you the good car. And I'm still paying insurance on both them bad boys. You're paying both insurances? Why? Gang, gang. If I was Maya, I'd shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, she do need to shut the fuck up because that's amazing. <laughs> like, because it ain't like you don't got no job and he's paying for all this stuff because you don't have a job. You have an actual job, Maya. And he's paying for all these bills still? And he ain't even with you? She letting Tasha um, get in her head. Tasha about to talk her out of a, of a money situation, mm-hmm. of, a, of a nice bag. Off, off a good finesse that she doing. Mm-hmm. But Darnell says um, he doesn't do all this stuff because he has to. He does it because Jabari shouldn't have to go through some messy divorce. And that's when they start lo- arguing real loud. So loud that Joan runs out of her room and tries to shush them. And Darnell says whatever, and he storms out. He says, I'm picking up our son on Friday. Emphasis on our. We never said he wasn't y'all's son. Why did that? Why did he say that? I don't know. Weird. That's a weird line. Yeah. So he leaves, and Joan is like, Maya, what are you doing? She's like, I'm taking care of my business. Emphasis on my. Now that works. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And Joan says, It is one thing for you to let your friend Tasha drive a wedge between me and you, but your relationship with Darnell is much more important. You have Jabari to think about, Maya. Were you thinking about Jabari when you ate his mac and cheese? I have to keep mentioning the mac and cheese because it's coming back. Mm-hmm. It definitely I have to keep is. saying. <laughs> you worried about her eating a mac and cheese. Okay. She, she let you, let you stay, stay there, there for, for free. free. <laughs> Room and board, she said. She should have all the mac and cheese she want to eat. Yeah. <laughs> so Joan warns her that if she keeps up this attitude, her amicable divorce is going to get messy. Just like we just said. Mm-hmm. And who the fuck wants to go through all that motherfucking paperwork? Like, yikes. And pay for lawyers and stuff. Yeah. I mean, Maya, maybe you don't got to pay for a lawyer. Maybe Joan knows some people or Joan can do it. True. But Joan calls Maya an ingrate. Maya says, Don't you damn play that, okay? I told you that I would pay you some rent. And I told you that I didn't want your money because we are friends. And as your friend, I am telling you, you are messing up. Mm-hmm. I like mean Joan. Yes. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like Joan clap back Clayton. I'm here Joan for it. Joan clap back Clayton. Hells yeah. So that's the end. We're assuming that Maya's out She's heading out. But we're back at Lynn's job and they're kicking out this guy Chapman because he lied about his birthday. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be fired. Mm. That's tough. But he, he was doing more shit. He was doing porn shit on his computer. <laughs> but Lynn sees this and she is scared because she lied about her birthday. Yeah. Lynn sees this and she's like, oh, shit. And then she finally admits it. And they're like. Oh, but we're still birthday people. So happy birthday. They got the cake. And then she opens the envelope. And then she's like, but what happened to the real money? Fake money. Hmm. Fake money for a fake birthday. Don't cross us again, bitch. (laughs) Bitch, it ain't your real birthday. (laughs) (laughs) At least they gave her the cake and shit. That's fun. Yeah. And they didn't fire her. But she that's when we find out Chapman didn't just lie about his birthday. He was surfing porn. Any device that you get from your job, keep it as just shit for your job. 
because they are mm-hmm. archiving and monitoring everything. Texts, calls. Yeah, and if they give you that work phone, all your pictures are going to the cloud. No dick pics, no topless photos. Those shits are going, they see the cloud immediately. I, I don't even want to bless that niggas with a selfie or outfit, nothing. Keep it dry. Yeah, real dry. So next we see Maya and Tasha, they're at a store. About to take back some clothes. Probably kept the tag on and shit. Done wore it to parties and shit. You know, Tasha be doing. I mean, I mean. <laughs> corporations, right? Take from the corporations. Shit. Yes. If you already done took pictures Renting clothes in it, from Old Navy. If you already done took your pictures in it and the clothes are still clean and fine, you only wore it once. It ain't sweaty. Take it back. You don't need it. Get your money back, child. Damn, take back your sweaty COVID clothes? Now y'all niggas finna blame everything on COVID. They gonna wash it anyway, and a lot of them don't even reuse the shit. (sighs) Well, while they're getting the clothes out of the trunk, Tasha's baby daddy comes up. What? You lost or something? I was about to go pick up the boys some shoes. And what's wrong with your phone? I keep calling, I can't get through. Oh, that's because I have a trifling Negro's block on the phone. She comes in hot, quick. Coming in hot. He ain't even on no, like, aggressive shit. How did he find her? He said he was already coming there to buy the boy some shoes. Mm. I believe him. He has honest eyes. So he says. (laughs) I was just about to say. (laughs) That's a coincidence. But okay. (laughs) He's like, what's wrong with your phone? I can't get through. She says, that's because I have a trifling Negro's block on my phone. <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> call me a cornball, but that was funny. <laughs> but he just keeps pleading to see his boys, and Tasha's really not trying to hear it. And she demands child support? He says, I pay it. What are you talking about? Fuck you mean? <laughs> He's like, you just mad because I won't give you extra so you can get your nails done. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> He calls them her raggedy nails, and she's like, oh, like that raggedy bitch you left me for? Oh. Okay. okay. You're doing a lot, Tasha. He just wants to see the boys. (laughs) She's like, you want to see the boys? Take a picture. How can he take a picture if he don't ever see the boys? (laughs) Oh, God. Be like, okay, let me see him so I can take the picture. Shit. Mm -hmm. This woman's ruthless. Mm. He says they need a father. She says... I'm more a father than you could ever be. How so, Tasha? Explain. He just walks off and he's defeated. But he seems like he really wants to be in this kid's life. I don't, he doesn't seem like a deadbeat. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's looking like she could have Maya's situation, but she doing the most. Mm-hmm. She's rejecting it. Yeah. She wants to be a part of the oppression Olympics. Mm-hmm. She's, she's training for them. <laughs> and she doesn't have to be. We find out her baby daddy's name is Sticks. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I wonder what that stems from. I don't know. Stems. Uh, Maya says, uh, once Sticks leaves, she's like, you know, he really sounds like he misses his boys. And she's like, you know, I don't want to overstep my bounds, but, and Tasha says, then don't. Mm. And then she walks away. Would you want to live with that, Maya? Mm-mm. You don't want to live with that. Have Sticks banging on the door, her arguing with Sticks over the phone late at night. You can't sleep. Mm-hmm. Everybody's scared in the house. Mm, she got two kids. And then ain't her kids younger than, than Jabari? I don't even know. 
Maybe. I feel like they kind of were. I, I feel like like a kid that's used to being alone all the time. Mm-hmm. And then having two other kids in the house could really be a lot. Mm-hmm. Sharing toys and shit. I don't mm-hmm. know. But as um as they're walking into the store, we hear a voiceover from Maya, which is actually from the next scene. We don't really do voiceovers like ever on this show, but mm-hmm. Maya is telling Joan that her and Darnell talked and they're back on track. Joan says that's good. And Maya apologizes for acting janky lately. And she says without Joan, she wouldn't be anywhere. And even though that she's apologizing, she's still moving out. She's not moving in with Tasha, though. She's um getting a place on her own, which is like, great. Mm-hmm. It's about damn time. Mm-hmm. And they're in the kitchen and Maya goes to hug Joan. And what's going on with Joan? She won't hug her back. No, because Joan got her got, got the mac and cheese that she'd be stealing from Jabari's stash in the back of her hand. <laughs> it's so sad because oh, Joan looks like she wants to cry. She looks so embarrassed. But I'm like, bruh, just just take the mac and cheese. Just don't feel bad. Like this woman's taking your house, pretty much assuming and implying that it's her house. Mm-hmm. So take the mac and cheese. Fuck that. Back at the law office next. It's the end of the day. Tasha's still there cleaning. Mm-hmm. And uh, she walks in front of Maya's desk. They say hello to each other. And she says that um, she worked things out with sticks. They're co- He's coming by to see the boys and pick them up for the weekend. I get the weekend off. I'm fucking tired. Isn't that what I said? That's good. Like, girl, would you rest? Let that nigga take care of the rugrats? And Maya's like, well, you know, I do have the hookup down at the Magic Johnson Theater. Who, Monty? Girl, yes. Girl, I got the same hookup. Monty's my cousin. Tasha, shut up. Monty is my cousin. Bitch, we family? <laughs> so damn, like, you, you stuck with Tasha. Yeah. I guess. Extended family. Can't get away. So that's good. Maya do be having a lot of cousins. I think she might count play cousins too, though. Yeah, she. You know, I some feel like I feel like you can't even really trust what she who she be calling her cousin because it's like when mm-hmm. you grew up with people, they automatically become your cousin. Hmm. I mean, black people do that anyway. But yeah. So in the final final scene, we're back at Lynn's office, and it's William, aka Rodney's fake birthday. He gets his birthday money and Lynn is like, you don't even work here. And they're like, what? And William says, you're right. Because he just passed the bar. Yeah. I'm a lawyer now. And this is my last day. And the main girl who does all the parties, she's like, okay, everybody get out your wallet. Rodney is going to need a new briefcase. What job is this? And like, (laughs) fucking no. But what's really funny is William, the way he claps... (laughs) She's like, <laughs> looking like Stevie Wonder. <laughs> he does that when they say happy birthday and give him the, the money and everything. Wh- who told him to do that shit? Like, that shit a little weird. <laughs> it's weird. And that's the end of the episode. Mm. So we're now on the oh hell yes moment of the episode. Etsy Rowe, what was the moment in the episode that made you go, oh hell yes? I had two oh hell yes moments. The first one. Can we do that? I don't know. I guess we can. Go ahead. Well, hey, hey, hey. The first one. Oh, <laughs> hell yes. Number one is when Maya goes, oh, well, it's your house now. It would be Jones saying, yes, it is my house. Who else's house would it be? That was mine. Mm, the viral iconic moment. Yes, that one. That meme. That gif or gif. Jife. 
whatever. I say just. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And then the second one. Huh, another Joan moment. She was like, um, first of all, I let you live here because you're my friend. I don't want your money. And as your friend, I'm telling you that you fucking up. Uh, yeah, Maya, can you shut the fuck up and not fuck up a good thing? Hello? Yeah. Tasha about to, about to make you fumble a bag, fumble a house, fumble all the, a guest room. Fumble free, um, free babysitting <laughs> from the girls. Yes. <laughs> well, my oh hell yes moment was when Darnell went off on the whole, you're not a victim. I'm paying all the big bills. You got the good car. I'm paying insurance on both the cars, both the damn cars. Darnell. Amen shit you you doing work right now we applaud you darnell this is the only time this will happen so let's uh let's get this on record because you got a job he could easily just be like you pay for your own car but i got a couple tweets um related to the episode let's see here i am not your oreo says the hypocrisy of having joan called tasha a criminal in the same episode where Tony runs to buy a legal cable, Lynn runs a scheme on her co-workers and William joins the con in getting cash by pretending to work with Lynn. The classism of this episode is too much. Huh. Everybody in this episode is scheming. Mm. I like when the writers do this. They create a theme with every character mm-hmm. where they're all kind of doing the same thing, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. Okay, Oreo has a point. Go Oreo. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Oreo. Um Lock Looney Tune says, Maya girl, you had to know that bougie ass Joan was not gonna allow some free cable up in her house. And that insurance fraud mess, she definitely wasn't gonna go for. Girl, you work for a good lawyer, not a crooked one. That's right. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. Maya should have really known. You do not bring an illegal situation into a lawyer's house. Mm-mm. Thank you for those tweets. And that's the end of the episode for us. And next week's episode's called Happy Valentine's Day, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this episode. It's a good one. We're about to get a bombshell. It's about to happen. <laughs> um, but join us next week when we talk about that one hit us up on our Twitter hell yes girl is our handle and head on over to your favorite podcast platform give us five stars and a review say hello say mm-hmm. but thank you so much for listening I am Nettie Smith and I am at zero and we will see you next week when we talk about happy Valentine's Day baby bye bye Hey.